0: Step out into the open air and claim your freedom waiting there. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to Coffee in the Corral. I am Abigail Hobbs, and today it's not just Coffee in the Corral. It is Coffee in the Horse Trailer in the Corral. (laughs) Because... It is 20 mile an hour winds this morning. They are gusting wildly about our farm. So I am huddled in the corner of the horse trailer as far down as I can. I'm sitting on the floor of the horse trailer. You can probably hear a little bit of rumbling. That's because literally the wind is blowing so hard it's moving the horse trailer people. And this is not a small horse trailer. It is a big very old sturdy well-built metal Horse trailer that fits four horses. So I mean, I'm just saying, it is a wild world out here today. So we're <laughs> we're doing the best we can. At the moment, the horses have not. Um, they're still eating some hay, so they've decided to not come bother me yet. I'm sure Zell will make her way over here, and when she does, it's going to be loud. So I'm just warning you because she's probably going to come in the trailer with me. I don't know we'll we'll cross that bridge when it comes until then hi everybody um I hope you had a great week it's been a good week um does it ever am I the only one or does it ever feel like I tried to think back to last week and it literally feels like a fucking year ago I'm like what happened last week so much happened I swear like I don't know <laughs> it just it feels too much it feels like a lot so um we're just going to go with that i don't remember everything last week i do remember that last monday i was in the middle of uh recording a podcast with um the local news station was here videotaping me as i podcast and that was crazy i mean i think i i realized that zell has been training me all along because she, you know, she's always in my face and in my space the whole time, and I just have to keep, you know, I'm. I learned to not get too distracted by her, um, but having the the photographer all around me to get all the different shots, I was just like, I was born for this. I've been in training for this. Zell has trained me, so I, I just kind of got in the zone and tuned it all out, and I was so proud of myself. It was like, yes. And at one point, it was funny. At the end of the podcast, Zell was right drinking coffee with me and then the photographer was like all around me. So they both were right there and it was so fun to just be like, no. You know, like not gonna be distracted. Stay stay focused. There's a couple times I was like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. But I was like, Nope, you can do this. So I don't know. Maybe growing up in a family of nine was helpful. You just you get used to chaos around you all the time. Anyhow <laughs> I'm excited about today's podcast. Um, I spent some time yesterday sitting down to do some research and prepare for it and ended up sitting there and preparing for 4 hours, which is more than I usually do. I was like, "Whoa, I got so excited um and what I was going to talk about today, and then I was researching and then I just kind of got carried away. So, I hope it's not too <laughs> I hope it's not too much today. We'll see. I ended up t- typing out 5 pages. Of notes, so uh, yeah. Hopefully, this doesn't take too long. Anyways, um, I'm going to start out with a story from last week as I was biking home from um, Joplin. So I was coming through a busy intersection area where there's several stoplights and a bunch of gas stations. It's like a trucker stop area. Sorry, I had to get some coffee. Um and so it's usually a really busy area and I'm just I have to be on full alert and kind of just bike as fast as I can but also claim my space cuz I've had people like try to, you know, run me off and beep at me and you know, be rude. So you just you have to claim your space but you got to bike as fast as you can too cuz you don't want to be like holding up the traffic too much. Anyways, so here I come. I'm going over a bridge in between two of the lights. And this semi-truck's passing me and so behind him is a long line of cars waiting for him to pass me so that they can all pass me on the left and um so he gets past me and then after he goes a couple cars go and then like this um it was like a moving truck i think like a huge moving truck all of a sudden it's like roaring loud and it roars past me like it's so angry that it's been stuck <coughs> sorry <coughs> oh, my I'm choking probably on the dust that's (coughs) whipping around this trailer. Hold on, I'm going to have to cough for a minute. Okay, alright, thank you. Gosh, (coughs) something got in my throat. Anyways, um, he was so angry that he was, you know, held up by me and waiting to pass me that he roars around me really fast and really loud. And then instantly, as soon as he passes me, he gets in the turn lane on the left and there's a bunch of cars there and he has to hit his brakes and stop. And without even thinking, like the words come out of my mouth, idiot, you're rushing to turn. You're rushing to slow down. Oh my God. I hope you guys can hear me. I think I'm in a hurricane. <laughs> it, is, it is so loud right now. Um, I was like, You are rushing to slow down. And then I paused and I thought, I I kind of like heard what I just said. And it struck me as kind of very um, profound. And I, so I'm writing and I thought, rushing to slow down. And then I, I instantly thought, isn't that what we all are doing in life? Aren't we all rushing through life to get to some point in life where we can slow down. And I thought, oh my God, that's kind of wild. And besides being kind of wild, it's really stupid. (laughs) Like, what are we doing? So that's what I wanted to talk about today was my thoughts on that and what I am actively trying to do so, that I don't spend my life rushing, rushing, rushing to try to arrive at this destination just to slow down. So, yesterday I was making my coffee um, and I was trying to get to, like, I had several things planned for yesterday, but I needed to block out some time to sit down and prepare for the podcast. So, you know that life happens. So I woke up my, my daughter was not feeling well so then I had to you know do all this stuff and, and make sure she had everything she needed and give her 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 medicine and make sure she had her water and take care of her. So by the time i was like doing all of these things that kind of just happen in life, I finally get showered and I'm coming out to make my coffee and I'm just I f- suddenly realized like inside my stomach I just feel so stressed. And I'm like, ugh, like I need to, I'm behind in time and I don't know how much time it's going to take me to prepare for this and I need, I need to have this many hours. And now, you know, like the clock is ticking, the clock is ticking and I wasn't expecting my daughter to be sick and then this took forever and then breakfast. And, and so I realized this internal dialogue going on inside of me is just like building massive stress in my stomach. And so I finally stopped myself and I was like, listen here, like quit quit you're stressing yourself out like relax make your coffee yes I know you didn't get to this in the time that you wanted to but it's okay like adjust your expectations this may take a little bit longer like you can but you can make it work it's a Sunday you have some extra time relax and I realized god I'm just I'm just in here causing massive stress to myself. So literally for me in that moment, it was stopping and, and realizing here I am, I'm going to sit down and prepare for a podcast to talk about not rushing through life and I'm rushing <laughs> rushing through life to get to sit down and prepare for this podcast. So I tell that story because I want you guys to know that really this podcast today is for me. <laughs> This is what I am trying to learn. I have not mastered it. I'm not even good at it, honestly. But I am now becoming aware of it, which is a very important first step. So <clears throat> here are some things that um I <sighs> was thinking as I was kind of researching all of this and I thought you know are we all rushing to get to this dream spot of arrival wherever that may be and I think for me like I instantly think of retirement because so many people talk about you know retirement's the ultimate goal that we find a place uh, to work where we can you know have a good retirement set up retirement fund ready for us when we're ready to retire and then you know we don't have to work We can take it easy. We can enjoy life. It's this whole thing that it feels like we're all working towards really, really hard um, so that we can enjoy life. And I saw this thing yesterday on Facebook. It was interesting. Somebody had posted about that their mom always reminds them, getting older is a privilege denied to many. and i think that's something we need to think about because the truth is we are not guaranteed that we're going to get older you know like what we're we're putting in all of this effort and we may never reap the benefits like what is that all about i had this best friend one time in in colorado years ago she was a flight attendant and uh her husband was also worked for the same airlines but he was on the ground so he did all the booking and stuff like that so they both worked for the airlines and um, I always found it really strange because she was always very big about talking about retirement and you know you need to be saving up for retirement this is a very important thing and I'm I'm not saying that saving up for retirement is not important so hear me out just for a minute She was talking about how saving up for retirement was really important and um, you know people need to be planning ahead for their future and so I remember she as a flight attendant you know she had to pick up a certain amount of trips a week and and all this stuff and and kind of through being friends with her I learned about the whole system of how they pick up trips and they drop trips in and then they trade trips and all this stuff but her job was really stressful and she was always talking about how exhausted she was and how stressed out she was. Um, But she was determined to work herself to the bone and to stay with the company for like another 14 years because her retirement plan was going to be, you know, really, really good by the end of it and reliable. And so she was willing to put in all of these All of this worked for the retirement. But what I saw on a daily basis was that she was miserable. Like she was stressed out so much and exhausted so much. Did not like her job. And I kept thinking, you're going to do this job you hate for 14 more years? What in the world? What's that all about? What if you don't make it? What if you don't live? Or what if you die right before you get retirement? Like... Why would you live a life that is so full of stress and unhappiness for this dream goal where you think, okay, but in 14 years, I'm going to be super happy. You don't. We're not guaranteed that. And so that always really struck me as odd. And I've met more people like that in my life that are unhappy in their lives. And they're unhappy in their jobs, but they're going to stick with it. Because, you know, retirement. And I know that's a real thing. But I also think it's really important that we pay attention because... I don't believe that life can only be enjoyable once you start retirement. I think that's bullshit. I don't believe that for one second. I think we can enjoy our life right now. And if we're not, we need to... We need to take a step back and evaluate what we're doing and what we need to change to enjoy our life right now. Yes, I think it's important to save money. I don't, I'm not dissing retirement. I think all of that's good, but I don't think it's worth sacrificing our now, our happiness now so we can be happy later. It's not an either or, it's both. It's both. So, I think... Part of it is the culture of our country. We're supposed to live this really fast-paced, success-driven life. And, you know, our achievements and all of that's like, that's what we're all working towards. And I have been in so many different conversations with women where they are talking about being so stressed out and exhausted. But they're talking about it in a way that they're almost proud of it. Maybe not even almost, but that they are proud of it. Um, And it's not the woman's fault. It's because we are praised, especially as women, but I think for men too. We are praised for hustling, for, for working ourselves to the bone beyond what we can give. We're praised for that. And that's horrible. I mean, good Lord what are we buying into here? You know, in our culture, if you slow down, and you actually tend to your own needs, that's looked on as weak. You know, self care, like, that's not something we are encouraged to do. That's actually something we're discouraged to do. But who is benefiting from that? who's benefiting from those messages it's not us it's the people in power it's the businesses it's the corporations it's the government it's the people that are benefiting from us killing ourselves and hustling 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 we're not benefiting they are so one of the things you know when you look up I I, I decided to look up this was, this was so much fun the happiest countries in the world and kind of why are they the happiest I know that nobody's going to be surprised to find out that Americans are some of the most stressed out people in the world <laughs> according to the Gallup's annual global emotions report I don't know what that is but maybe somebody else does it just looked important <laughs> I saw this bumper sticker Uh, Last week on the back of a truck, and this is what it read sucking gas hauling ass And I was instantly sad and like really? You're you're proud of that sucking gas and hauling ass What in the world? for one that sounds horrible for our environment for two, that's horrible for your body and your mind. But that, it was, it's like that simple saying just summed it all up. We're all just rushing around, kind of fucking our environment and our own bodies and minds. For what? What's it for? Right? Um, is it so that we can uh, reach this certain. Success, part on the ladder, is it so that we feel good enough? Is it so that we feel acceptable? <sighs> it's it's a lie. It's a lie that we don't have to continue buying into. Um. Let's see. So here's here's some. Uh, I'm going to read you some facts uh, that I think are are fun to. Lear, fun to know but also are um, enlightening so when I looked up the happiest countries of course we don't live in a country that cultivates rest and rejuvenation so we are not the happiest country in the world um, the U. Ura- I I was really surprised though because the US ranked number 16 out of the happiest countries and I guess they they did a poll on 146 country. So we were 16 and apparently we've moved up a little bit in the past few years. Um, And interestingly enough, part of that is due to COVID-19. People actually um, kind of, you know, and this is I think what happens inside of, um, you know, when when something tragic happens, we, we pull together, we see what's important in life. And so people's happiness actually went up a little bit to the effect that they saw that there's still benevolence there's still good in the human beings and in mankind like people pulling together so that actually helped get our happiness up a little bit so we were we were number 16 um ukraine came in as number 98 and that was before the war broke out so i cannot imagine um how Horrible it is right now, and how that would probably how that I'm sure that's affected the whole country um, and the overall happiness of the people there. Uh, last on the list, number 46, can't I'm sure it's not surprising is Afghanistan that they ranked last. Um, it was also a reminder to me that we have it really good actually. Um, Because, you know, these other places like Ukraine and Afghanistan, they live every day with the stark reality of the damage that war does to its victims. So I was interested. First of all, I was like, okay, how are they rating these? How, How do they rate it? So I looked it up. And they use... Let me see if I can find the right paper here. They use um, a type of measurement. The happiest countries are measured by monitoring performance in six particular categories. And this is just, uh, this isn't the details of it, but the six different categories is number one is gross domestic product per capita, number two is social support. Number three is healthy life expectancy. Number four is freedom to make your own choices. Number five is generosity of the general population. And number six is perceptions of internal and external corruption levels. Interesting, huh? So, that's what they're measuring, these, uh, the happiness of the countries. And number one, ding, 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 comes in the last five years in a row is Finland. Here are just a few facts about Finland and maybe why they're ranking as number five. Okay, let's see. So, I'll just read out some of these things. Finland ranks as the world's happiest country based on the 2021 report Okay, blah, blah, blah. That's just a lot of... (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) A lot of numbers. Uh, Let's skip to the fun stuff. The the report writers credited the citizens of Finland's strong feelings of communal support and mutual trust with not only helping secure the number one ranking, but more importantly, helping the country as a whole navigate the COVID-19 pandemic. So Finland had very strong feelings of communal support and mutual trust. Additionally, Finlanders felt strongly that they were free to make their own choices and showed minimal suspicion of government corruption. Both of these factors are strong contributors to overall happiness. Okay, let me read that again. That the two factors that are strong contributors to overall happiness was the fact that Finlanders felt... um, strongly that they were free to make their own choices and they had minimal suspicion of government corruption so I thought okay let's of course you know as my business model freedom for the taking I really honed in on that like okay it's very important to the human species to have the freedom to make their own choices now the second thing was that the countries that had the most trust in the government did not feel suspicious felt like they had you know the best trustworthy government they felt the happiest but i was thinking well you know i can't say that in the united states i cannot say that i trust the government or that i have minimal s- suspicion of them i do not and the fact of like you don't know it's true There's so many lies and so that's out of my control. I cannot just, you know, make the president and the government a trustworthy system overnight. But here's something I can do. I can learn to trust myself. And I think that's one thing that I can start there. And then we can all start there. With those two things, we have the freedom to make our own choices knowing that and claiming it, not just knowing it, but claiming it, and two, trusting ourselves. Because how many of us will put our trust in something or somebody else before we put it in ourself? Right? So for me, I thought, well, that's kind of exciting because, no, I don't trust the government. <clears throat> but I can learn to trust myself. And if I can trust myself, I can live anywhere in the world and be in control of my own happiness. Cool stuff, huh? All right. Couple things about the Finnish society. It is not overly formal. Rather it is relatively relaxed, whether at home, work, or the sauna. Now, let me tell you something about the sauna. They those Finlanders, they love them some sauna. There is so much about going to the sauna. That's a part of their culture. It's funny. I had no clue it was such a thing. But it is a thing. Saunas play a huge role in their society. It's a peaceful, quiet environment that they all do on a regular basis. And and I saw one of these things popped up as one of their sayings, one of the Finnish sayings. All people were created equal, but nowhere more than in a sauna. (laughs) So what does that tell me? It tells me that they really value rest and rejuvenation and caring for themselves. Doesn't that sound so beautiful? You know, maybe a sauna is not your thing, but that's not the point. The point is they value that rest. That is a part of their society. In this very egalitarian, I don't know if I said that right, culture, both women and men participate almost equally in all societal roles. Men and women share responsibility for family, work, and government. Isn't that beautiful? It's absolutely beautiful. Like, of course. In 2000, they had a... um, I don't. I don't remember who she was. It was a woman president um, for their country, and and I just thought, wow, how different from the U.S. You know, that they have almost, equ- almost complete equality between men and women. Like that in itself is going to, um, it's going to play a lot into the why they're happier. Okay, let's see. Most everyone, here's some here's a fun fact. Most everyone owns a summer cabin. And if not, they rent one for the midsummer weeks. Okay? So, I instantly thought, "Oh my god, like how do they have money to do that?" You know, I I don't even have money to go on a vacation every year. How are they How is everybody owning a summer cabin and if not they if they don't own one, they all, you know, they will rent one. Like it's a thing you do that. And then I was reading on and it said cabins are usually without electricity, running water, and flushing toilets <laughs> because Finns love living close to nature. So I realized they're not, they're not these elite, beautiful cabins filled with you know modern technology and all of the things and comforts. No, it's like this little cabin that has no running water, no electricity, no toilet, and they just swim in the they said they like to swim in the lake, so they bathe in the lakes and they live close to nature for the summer and so I thought, well, of course, here they are, they're valuing rest and rejuvenation, and they are spending time in nature, living close to nature, connected. how much as as you know Citizens in our country are we disconnected from nature and rushing around like it's the complete opposite Um, Also, it says that Finns tend to be the object of many jokes and they laugh at them as well And I thought well there you go, and they don't take themselves too seriously What a beautiful combination This was one more fact that I had to put down because, you know, as Coffee in the crowd, it was important for me to know this, that Finns are the world's largest consumers of coffee per capita. (laughs) Yes! This is like the final, that's like the bow. The bow and the present. Well, of course. And that's why they're the happiest. But here's the thing. During their coffee break, they don't, obviously, once I read this, you'll realize it's not coffee like we do coffee. During their coffee break, they like to enjoy Pula? Pula I'm not sure how to say that A sweet bread flavored with cardamom and often cinnamon So on their coffee break, they're actually taking a break And they're having a sweet bread with it You know, they're not in this super long line at Starbucks and rushing back to the office They're having a fucking break, people They're enjoying their life every day, every moment Isn't that beautiful? Okay, who wants to move to Finland with me? Raise your hand now. <laughs> okay, all right. Good. I'm glad you're all coming because I don't want to be alone. But I do like time alone, so sorry. Anyways, all right, getting off track. <laughs> here we are. So here we go. Let's see. I I looked at this, you know, list of what they, how they monitor which country the happiest. And I thought, you know, there's quite a few things here that are in our control here the social support is in our control healthy life expectancy is in our control because of our daily choices are we taking care of our bodies are we taking care of our minds we have the freedom to make our own choices generosity of the general population we can't make others be generous but we can be generous which you know is like that when you're generous other people want to be generous and Perceptions of internal and external corruption levels. I thought it was interesting that they said perceptions. It's how we perceive the internal and external corruption levels. You know, we could put a lot of energy into worrying about our country, or we could be doing things about it, or we could be also, you know, not choosing maybe to watch the news if the news makes us super depressed like how much are we allowing this to affect how we perceive our world and you know <clears throat> I think it goes back to you know freedom to make your own choices are you choosing if there's something really bothering you are you choosing to do something about it or you know are we just sitting around complaining so there's a lot I could, and I think there's so much negativity on a constant basis about our country. And there are, I'm not going to deny there are a lot of horrible things. But I all, I think it's important to recognize that there are a lot of good things too. I mean, we ranked as number 16. That's pretty good at of 146. We do have freedom to make our own choices here. We are not in under, you know... war we are not being bombed constantly there are so many good things that we do have that I think that if we focus only on the things that are terrible about our country that affects our happiness because that's what we're perceiving all of the time so I think it's good to recognize the goodness too okay enough of that let's see I started thinking okay so what kind of culture do I want to create in my own home? If I don't want the rushing to slow down, what kind of culture do I want in my own home? And maybe even more important in my own body. And what am I allowing society to demand from me that isn't honoring to what I truly want for my life? And maybe you don't know. And that's okay, too. Maybe you don't know what kind of culture you want to create. Start there. Ask yourself, what do I want? How do I want to live? What kind of environment, uh, you know, what kind of little mini culture environment am I raising my kids in? Are they seeing me rush around, being stressed all the time? That's what I ask myself. I, for me, I don't want to live that way anymore. I don't want to miss the magical moments inside the mundane duties I want to soak up each season I, I spend so much time reaching for the future and and being frustrated and right now it's extru- it, it's especially hard right now because um, you know I'm trying to get my business trying to to start and grow my business so I'm not making any money and my husband's work's been really slow because this time of year, um, you know, before Christmas, nobody wants to hire someone to to work on all of their, you know, projects that they want to get done in their houses. And then after Christmas, nobody has any money. So it's this time of season, it happens every year that Nate's work really slows down and I panic inside. And uh, finding myself living in the space of like, uh, you know, I could just, I could just all all my big ideas of 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 blogging and podcasting and starting this freedom for the taking like just ha- tell with it all. I'll just go get a job somewhere and. and but I also realize like that, is me. Being a part of that society that, is rushing to slow down, that's me joining up and saying yes, I agree with this. That I should be freaking out and just doing all the things. Instead of being like, well, what is truly <laughs> going to bring me happiness? And what, is, what are my dreams? And what do I want for my life? And then putting my effort there. I was telling Nate about my struggles about it this morning. And he was like, you know, maybe put your energy. Like, I, I know it can be frustrating, a stressful season for us right now. But like, put your energy, take that energy and put it towards what you really want to do which is my freedom for the taking. And I love doing this podcast for you guys because I love to talk about these things that are important to me. Um, So even if it's not making money right now, I know that I'm reaching for something that will get me to where it will eventually be making money. But along the way, I'm still doing what's honoring to me. I was listening to an interview uh, yesterday that Glennon Doyle did with Sonya Renee Taylor. And, And Sonya Renee Taylor, um, and this is not an exact quote but but she said something to this line of you know talking about if we're going to fall anyways let's at least be falling towards the future we want and I thought holy shit yes yes if we're going to be falling anyways you know life is going to be hard there's going to be choose your heart you know it's going to be hard either way if I quit all of this and we just went and got a, a, you know, nine to five job, that would be hard too in a different way. But I want to choose the hard that is putting me towards the future that I want. If we're going to fall anyways, let's at least be falling towards the future we want. So carrying out some of these decisions in life is going to be shit hard. There's no way around that. It's not this perfect, magical fairy tale thing. No, of course, there's going to be hard stuff. But are we continually making steps in building the life that we love? Um, Let's see where I'm at on time. All right, I'm going to wrap things up. I I wrote down this uh, list of the slow down culture that I want to implement in my life. And one thing I'm realizing as, as I've been kind of looking and chewing and thinking on all of this the past week is that I don't want to be thinking so much about the next season of life that I miss the very season that I'm in and yes there are frustrating things in the seasons we are in right now you know my son Jaden he'll be graduating from high school this spring and then he wants to he's still working on finding a college but he wants to go to college. And so I'm realizing that this season right now, it's, it can be very frustrating. You know, my son's 17 and he uh, is not the most responsible person all the time. (laughs) Um, Has a hard time putting himself in bed. He falls asleep on our couch a lot. And I used to get so frustrated to come out in the mornings early and be like, there's my son sleeping on the couch. I'm like, oh my God, can you not put yourself in bed? And then I started realizing recently, I'm going to miss one day. I'm going to miss walking out and seeing my huge 17-year-old son sleeping on my couch. I'm going to miss that. I don't want to be rushing so much into getting him into this next season of life that I forget to actually soak up the, the goodness and even the things that might feel annoying at times but like that's a part of the season and it's special because I'm never going to get that back so the hardships of our seasons right now you know they can also be a special something special to cherish because you will never have that again You're gonna move on to the next season and and that will be good too. But let's not rush through this very season we're in as we take the steps to creating the life that we want because even in the transitions that we're all going through, there are beautiful moments and things that we're gonna look back on and we're gonna miss. We're gonna say, oh, remember that time? Okay, The the slow down culture that I want to implement in my life Here are the things that I wrote down. I I encourage everyone to take some time this week and think about it and write down what kind of culture you want. So for me, I want to learn to stop and take more deep breaths. I want to notice my surroundings, the beauty of nature, the joy in my kids' faces as they tell me a long story instead of thinking about what I have to do next and how long this story might take (laughs) Uh, when I feel stress in my stomach I want to stop and investigate and take the steps needed to to take the pressure off instead of just continuing to stress out like stop so much of my so much of my things are about stopping it's just crazy like that's not hard to do but it is Um, enjoying my current season cherishing that the golden nuggets that I have right now are meant for only this time of life also remembering I'm a manager of my own time and I get to choose how to use it God I hope you guys can hear me these winds must be 30 miles an hour this is crazy from the okay here's I was thinking about being a manager of my own time and so I did a little bit of math even though I don't love math that's what calculators are for From the time that I am born, I'll get about 4,692 weeks to live if I'm lucky enough to make it to 90 years old. Now, if I made it to 90 years old, I get over 4,000 weeks to live. 4,692. I've already used over 2,000 of those weeks. That was an eye-opener for me. Holy shit. I'm almost used half of that (laughs) I better I better get serious about living huh I want to live now not for later if I find myself falling back into living stressed out and pressured by demands from others or expectations of I have my that I have of myself which this is going to happen it's inevitable I'm not going to just Ah, to life slow and perfect from here. Go- we're going to fall back into old patterns. I want to be able to reevaluate and prioritize my own happiness and notice it sooner and sooner and sooner. I want to learn to enjoy growing older. We don't get old. We just all keep getting older. I don't want to be afraid of getting older. I want to enjoy getting older. There's a Finnish saying. All years are full of learning. And I love that. We can be learning and growing our whole life. All years are full of learning. What a beautiful gift. So my recap for this podcast is it summed up in this right simple sentence. Life is not in emergency that's it we do not have to rush we can live every moment enjoying cherishing and still yes working towards and building our future and our, the life that we want and becoming better versions of ourselves. And does this mean that every day is just going to be this every moment we enjoy? No, that's that's a fairy tale. That's not true. We're going to wake up and sometimes the best we can do that day is just make it through the day without running somebody over with our car. Okay, <laughs> that's Okay it's okay you're gonna have days because I have days all the time where I'm like wow that was just not the best version of me or wow that was not my best day or that was not my favorite (laughs) day and that's okay the goal is not to create this perfect life the girl but the goal is to create a life that we are intentional about and that's what I want to do I don't want other people telling me how to live my life I don't want other, my culture and society, um, I don't want to believe the lies that I have to rush and hustle and hustle. I want to get to choose. And I want to, to create a culture for my kids, for myself, and for the people in my world where we all have permission to be authentic and to show up as ourselves and to know that we belong and to build lives of beautiful happiness i love all of you i hope this was as interesting to you as it was for me i had so much fun and um i hope you're inspired to evaluate your life and evaluate how you live your life this week um I did not have any horses come in the crowd today. I don't know what's going on. They, they, they must. Uh, oh. Let's see. One of them's uh laying down, taking a nap. The other three are just trying to survive the wind. <laughs> I, I, I think they're they're in survival mode. I'll have to go over there and take some pictures and put them on my Facebook. Freedom for the taking. You can stop by there. Also, check out my blog, Bike to Type. Uh, I have a great blog coming out tomorrow morning. Another one on Friday. I love you all. Thank you for your encouragement and support. Give yourselves a huge hug this week. A hug from me, and then hug yourself because you deserve it. Let's end today with a Finnish saying Everyone is the smith of their own happiness. Are you happy when you're rushing through life? I'm not. So this week, that's what I'm working on. I'll talk to you guys next week. I love you so much. Have a great week. Bye. If I wrote it in a song, would you believe it more? If I busted at the lock, would you open the door? If I dare to speak my truth. Would you still value me? If I reach my hand to you, would you reach it back to me? Darling, there's no reason why you should have to hide. Step out into the open air and claim your freedom waiting there.